Hello, everyone. Welcome back to What's the Point? Hello, everybody. We are back with a kind of different episode today because we're actually revisiting another topic that we've done before. But this topic is so easy to do again because it's recipes. And we got so much good feedback from our first recipes episode that we just knew we had to do another one because I mean, in the WW world, in the world in general, recipes are abundant and very important. <laughs> yes, versus recipes 2.0. Yes, recipes 2.0. <laughs> um, previously, we broke it up into categories like crock pot, one sheet, things like that. But today we just decided to get together. Each of us have picked out a couple of what we're loving right now recipes. So not really in a category. I did tell Yvonne, I noticed I accidentally picked like three pasta recipes, <laughs> but that's just me. But you love pasta. I love pasta. Like definitely I could never do keto or anything like that where pasta was gone forever. Like I can barely do a whole 30 where it's 30 days because I just have to have pasta. It's just in my blood. I'm not even Italian. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you are, who knows? Honestly, I need to do um, 23andMe. I need to do that. Yes, yes. A real quick 23andMe story, side note, um, is that one of my coworkers, he had been, he grew up believing he was Italian. There was all this Italian information in his family. and. He was always going to Italy and vacation and everything. Well, he did the 23andMe test. And wouldn't you know, he is not even Italian. He's Greek. Oh my God. Was he shocked? Because those are such conflicting, like different cultures. Yes. He was so shook. He was like, I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> I have a small story too. I know we're probably like five minutes in already. So Avery's <laughs> dad is full I think Cherokee Indian okay and so we were getting Avery's 23 and me done so that we could um get benefits Indian benefits for her and we did 23 and me and it came back that she was only like 0.02 percent like not even two percent like 0.02 and we were like oh my god is your dad your dad <laughs> but maybe he's not Cherokee yeah, like, I don't know. So anyways, we didn't apply for those benefits. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, it's really interesting. Marcus did it too. But okay, we don't need to go into all of that. Yeah. We need to focus on our recipes. We have so many good ones to share and the ones that we're loving right now. Yes. Um, I did want to point out really quick before you go into your first one, you are still on WW Purple, right? Yes. Okay. And I am on green. So I wrote, tried to write down points for all three colors, but if I sound like some of them are incorrect, just let me know. You know, I totally forgot to write down the points for my recipes today, <laughs> but I think I know them by memory because I make them so often and they're obviously ones I'm loving now. So I think that I can probably, you know, wing it. Yeah, and we will definitely, if they're, we will link them in the show notes too. So if, if something sounds off, definitely refer to our show notes today. <laughs> Yes, yes. So before we jump in, you guys, if you're listening and you happen to be at home or somewhere, you know, feel free to take notes because we're talking about recipes today. Like Darian said, we'll also link them in the show notes. But if you wanted to jot down some quick notes or, you know, notes in your phone or whatever, feel free to do that. I know most people kind of either are walking or in the car or whatever um, when they listen to podcasts. So you might not be able to, but you know, if you have time, grab a pen and paper and be ready to write down some goodies. 
Yes. Or forget and then have to listen to the episode multiple times and get us multiple listens. <laughs> we appreciate that, by the way. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about recipes. Ready? Yeah, kick let's us do off. It. Okay. So the first recipe that I am loving right now that I think everybody should make and that I just made a couple of days ago is Ed over at D Ward Cooks, his chicken cordon bleu pasta. It is delicious, you guys. And it's probably, I was just telling Darian this, it's probably the cheesiest thing I have ever made since joining WW. It is has all the components of chicken cordon bleu. So if you like chicken cordon bleu, you're going to love this pasta, but it's also really, really easy and comes together really well. So basically it's all different kinds of cheeses, mozzarella, Parmesan, uh, and Swiss, of course, with chicken and ham. And he uses cashew milk, which is really, really awesome. I had never had a recipe with cashew milk before. It's great. So the way he does it, it's um, two cups for eight smart points. That is a steal when it comes to pasta. And I believe that's eight points on all plans. But if you use maybe like a whole wheat pasta on purple, you could probably save some points doing it. It has chicken in it, right? So maybe it would be a little less. Oh, and chicken. Blue. Yes. Yes. Maybe. It has chicken. It has ham. It has three different kinds of cheeses. It has pasta. It has cashew milk. It has thyme. It has... Dijon mustard, like it is a legit chicken cordon bleu in a big yummy cheesy pan all when together I, in one pot. When I saw you share this, I was like, oh my, and we decided to do recipes. I was like, oh my gosh, she has to talk about it because it looked so good. I want it to was, try it. It was so good. Marcus had it for leftovers um, for the next day for dinner because he was like, um, I was going to make something else. And he was like, I really want leftovers. And for him to say he wants leftovers, it is that good because that man does not eat many leftovers. <laughs> yes. I was like, she has to talk about that. I'm definitely going to try it. And it, is it oh, a yeah. recipe or has he had it? He's had it. It's on his blog, but you also can find it in his new ebook. He just published a new cookbook and it's really, really amazing. Um, it's full of all the great pictures that you're used to seeing from him on his Instagram. And it is so helpful. Like he has also pictures of how to make things like step-by-step step when it comes to like, um, like chicken tenders or his burgers or something like the base recipe. He shows pictures of how to make them, which is really helpful because not many cookbooks have that. Yes. And pictures help so much. I feel like I'll accidentally skip steps a lot of time if there's not yes. like pictures or like detailed instructions. Yes. yes, exactly. One other thing I want to say about the chicken cordon bleu pasta is that we were eating it for dinner the other night and in the middle of the bite, Marcus is like, uh, uh, I really like this D word guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's aware. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Someone else I know said they bought his ebook and that it's really good. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, if you guys want to buy Ed's um, book, go to his Facebook, not his Facebook page, his Instagram page, and you can buy it there. Or you can go to his blog, dwardcooks.com, and find it there as well. Yeah, this episode sponsored, but no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> hey, Ed, 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 what's up, Ed? Yeah, free <laughs> sponsorship right here. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, I'll go into one of my pasta recipes then because one, I have a million of them two, it's a theme. And this was one that I have only eaten once, but I actually wish I would have tried it more and I'm going to make it soon for sure. 
and it's skinny taste chilled Italian shrimp and tortellini pasta salad. So that sounds good. That's a mouthful. Yes, it's a mouthful and it's so good. And one thing I've noticed during the summer, it gets very hot in Oklahoma, Texas too. Connor is like very much influenced by the weather <laughs> for what he wants to eat. So for example, like he doesn't think we should eat Chinese if it's really hot outside. Like he just is very like that. So I've been trying to, um, oh, a little info thing popped up. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, I don't know. Zoom just informed me. Um, they gave us a new time limit. So that was great, Zoom. Appreciate you. Um, <laughs> anyways, so I've been trying to incorporate more cold or, you know, chilled recipes for Connor. So I tried this and it is so good. It has tortellini. I chose like a three cheese tortellini, shrimp. And then the base of the dressing is like, you have to buy red wine vinegar, which I really actually ended up liking. But on the green plan, it's eight SPs for a serving. And then on blue and purple, it's six. And I actually forgot to write down how much a serving is. I want to say it's pretty big. I want to say it's a cup, maybe a little smaller but definitely a portion that you could eat as a meal and not just a side because that's what I did with it. We ate it as a side, even though it's a pasta salad, but Connor really liked it too. Avery is not a shrimp eater, so she didn't eat it, but I loved it. And I definitely recommend it's one of those that has to sit in the fridge for a little bit. So definitely make it in the morning if you want to eat it in the evening. That sounds delicious. So oh good. I actually gosh. want to eat it like right now. I wish I had it. Well, I'm going to have to go look that up. I hadn't even heard of that one, but that sounds really, really yummy. Yeah. Someone um, brought it to my attention. Oh my goodness. I can't remember her name and I'm so sorry if she listens to this podcast. Dang it. But <laughs> shout out to whoever gave me the idea. <laughs> well, okay. Another thing that I've really been loving lately is cauliflower fried rice. Mm. Yes. Okay. Um, it's a skinny taste recipe. So the base recipe is just cauliflower fried rice, you know, with peas and carrots and egg and things like that. So I love it. Obviously that is all zero smart points. I think actually it calls for a little sesame oil. So I think in, on her blog, it's one point, but I love that as a base recipe because I'm able to add in some of my favorite um, proteins. Like I'll make, I added shrimp. Uh, last week to it. I loved it. I was, I was probably going to make it again this week. So I added shrimp and pineapple and oh, y'all, it was so good. And it was all vegetables and then shrimp, right? Um, and then, well, actually an egg. Okay. I take that back. It's not all vegetables. <laughs> and a pineapple. But you know what fruit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's full of all the good stuff. Everything zero smart points. You only count for the sesame oil. Um, I ate two servings last weekend and I mean, actually last week and it was, I felt so satisfied. I thought I didn't even miss real rice. You know, one thing I want to note about cauliflower uh, rice is that you, you have to almost like try to get out as much moisture as you can, because that holds a lot of moisture in it. And then when you like try to stir fry it up. It sometimes will be watery and you don't want it mushy. So I just typically buy like a frozen bag, like a steamable bag or something. And then I let it sit out on the frit on the counter and let it thaw. And then I take it out and put it like 
on a paper towel or something where I can like space it out and then I just pat it all dry as much as I can before I actually cook it. And I know that sounds like really kind of a pain in the butt to do, but it makes a world of difference when I'm making something like uh, a cauliflower fried rice. So that recipe is from Skinny Taste. I absolutely love it, especially when you add in like shrimp, you could do chicken. I added pineapple. It adds a lot of flavor and it's super healthy, super light, super point friendly, and just really, really a good one that I've been loving lately. I love that. And also I feel like that cauliflower, I feel like that's a good hack. So maybe we should do another hack episode, you know? <laughs> we could, we could. I'm actually using cauliflower rice in a recipe that I'm making tonight. So I'm thinking maybe I should do that because I've noticed that too, especially if you're doing anything that has like a sauce or something with it, like your cauliflower yeah. rice sometimes adds way too much water. Yeah. And the thing is, especially, I mean, for convenience, a lot of us buy frozen cauliflower rice. Mm -hmm. You know, you could eat. Yeah, I do too. I have it in my, my freezer right now. I also have a head of cauliflower in my fridge that I use for, you know, mashed potatoes. But if I, I could just put that in the blender and rice it up, you know, like make it floury almost. Um, and that would work. But I don't know. I just feel like the bag is so much easier when it comes to cauliflower rice. It is. And we are definitely um, a society of convenience. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I am all about easy peasy over here. Yes, me too. Okay. Next, I'm going to talk about another, I say this for everything I talk about, but another one of Connor's favorites. And then I'm like, actually, I think he's just really like, likes everything. So maybe everything's his favorite. I don't know. <laughs> he's not a picky eater. And so bless him for that. Um, so this is a salmon recipe I found whenever I was on Whole30 the first time a year ago, but it's so good. I make it even when I'm not on Whole30. It's just so healthy and so delicious. And it's from Primavera Kitchen, I believe. Oh, I like her. I really like her. Yeah. I think she's a Whole30 sash paleo, maybe. Yeah, she is. Okay, perfect. And this is her simple garlic butter salmon so you do use ghee for it if you're on Whole30. I still use ghee for it even when I'm not on Whole30 because I have ghee and I just think the flavor of ghee is just really enhancing and I love it. But you could easily, I'm sure, use like carb smart butter. I wouldn't use a spray butter because you basically have to put the butter on top of the salmon to melt. But one thing I did learn about salmon was if you buy, once again, a convenience factor, I buy the great value salmon from Walmart that's just in the bag. And oh, okay. Fillets, they're skinless because I don't like the skin. Yeah, I don't learned, either. Yeah, yuck. I don't even like to look at it. I don't want to see it. Um, I've learned one of those little salmons is only one point, and I'm on green, so on blue, it's definitely zero points. So I was like, is this real? So whenever you use that salmon for the recipe, it is three points on green and then two points on blue because you don't have to count the salmon. And I'm assuming it would be two points on purple as well, or do you count points for salmon on purple? No, you don't. Okay, perfect. So it's really super good. I put it on a pan and then also put asparagus on the pan and cook them both together in the oven. Super delicious, super just garlic, butter, anything you could ever want in a recipe. That sounds delicious. 
And I'm always so hesitant. I'm glad you talked about the frozen salmon fillets because I'm always so hesitant to buy frozen salmon or even like any frozen fish fillet or even even frozen chicken breast. Um, I don't know why. Like there's there's a block in my brain for some reason that equates that to like fake food. I don't know. Yes, I I actually. But but it's good. But it's good. You like it. Yes, I like it. And I know what you're talking about because fish is still kind of new to me. Like I used to only eat like salmon and shrimp, like at a restaurant where I really think they know what they're doing. Um, but I trust this. I, so what I do is I actually thaw it before I cook it. And like, you know, I read the bag and everything is, um, what is it? Something sourced. What am I trying to say? Like the um, salmon. Respond- um, yeah, like responsibly sourced or yeah. it's not farmed. It's like wild caught. And of course this is great value. It could be lying to me, but I definitely trust it. <laughs> are you lying? Great value. Wally world. Are you lying to us right now? Literally. <laughs> and I was shocked. It was only one point. I even calculated it in the calculator just to double check, but yeah, one point on green for one. Well, how big are those fillets? Like how many ounces? Do they're you know? ounces. Oh, okay. That's a good size. But they're, yeah, they're like the size of like bigger than, I want to say like my palm. Okay, cool. Good to know. Good to know. Good tip. Yes. So try out that salmon recipe by Primavera Kitchen. So good. I really like Primavera Kitchen a lot. I discovered her also during Whole30 and I just really liked a lot of the stuff she had. Um, Okay. So the next recipe I want to share that I've been loving lately and I'm not surprised I love it because I love breakfast. If you have been around me any amount of time, you know breakfast is my most favorite meal of the day. And um, it is just my jam. I love it. It sets the tone for the day. So I've got to have like a really good hearty breakfast. And I just recently discovered um, a recipe for three ingredient waffles or pancakes. It's like a three ingredient mix. Um, And it's from Healthy Mood SF also newer to me. I think I'm pretty sure I came across her during um, Whole30 as well. Um, And the original recipe is hers. She posted it on her Instagram, Healthy Mood SF. Um, I don't know, a while back. And then I remember saving it because I was like, oh, I can do that. I can do that. That is easy. And it's breakfast. Sign me up. So basically what it is, it's just three ingredients. Um, I've made pancakes out of it. I've made waffles out of it, but it's a smashed ripe banana. It is um, one egg and two tablespoons of Kodiak cakes. Okay. And two tablespoons of Kodiak cakes are one point. And then um, you could use you know, if you wanted to keep it Whole30 really compliant, you could, you know, use almond flour or you could use regular flour with like a pinch of salt and some cinnamon. It's just a really, really good base recipe. Um, And then you can have like blueberries, you could add strawberries, you could just, you know, make it your own. Um, I think her original recipe, it actually was made with almond flour, but um, I had Kodiak Kodiak cakes Mm -hmm. on hand. And so I was like, well, just try that instead you know, and it worked great. And then I've been making mini waffles in my mini waffle maker that I bought from the WW store online store. And I love that mini waffle maker. (laughs) So basically you could get, if you're using a mini waffle maker and you're using that base recipe that I just told you guys about, you can get like five mini waffles for one point. Oh, that's awesome. That is a steal. And then you can pair it with like diced potatoes. You can pair it with some sugar-free bacon or regular, whatever bacon, center cut bacon you want. 
I just love it because it's so versatile and it's only one point. And I'm all about getting a lot of bang for your smart point buck. Oh, 100%. And I've seen people do like just banana and egg, egg. And they have yeah. told me like, that's not it. <laughs> it's mushy. I, I have tried that. And there's a lot of different kind of like healthy-ish banana based kind of pancake recipes out there. And I have tried those like that, but it really needs some sort of flour because when I just use a banana and an egg, it's like really mushy. It doesn't cook well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I so, think the other, I don't want to say complaint, but the other thing I've heard is um, like, it just tastes like a banana. So I think it's great when you said you've been adding like one, the Kodiak cake probably adds an extra flavor, but you've been adding other stuff to it. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could even put like a little dash of or something like that, you know, there's so it's, so, you can do so many things with it, but I love it because it's really simple. It's basic. The base are zero smart points, you know, one banana, one egg, and then two tablespoons of Kodiak. It's only one point, which is a steal. So I have been loving that. And I've been adding blueberries lately. Cause I just bought so many blueberries at Costco. <laughs> I need to use them all. <laughs> yeah. So that's another one I have been loving lately. Awesome. I don't have any breakfast ones, but I'll go into this one because it's kind of a sweeter type of thing. And I will disclaimer that I haven't tried these. I want to though. So two things I want to talk about today, I haven't tried, but are on the must try list and the original recipe. So what they are is quote unquote, Annie Ann's pretzel bites. So obviously it's the WW version and they're originally from a girl named no carbs for Sam. But my friend Danielle, who's from my millennial group that I talked about previously, her Instagram name is Losing the Fupa, which is so funny. It's um, the best handle. Yes. And she has found a way to lighten them up more. So basically, it's just a general two ingredient dough recipe that she air fries. But she, instead of using cinnamon sugar, have you heard of Flavor God or do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. Oh, is Flavor God like a seasoning or? Yeah, seasonings. I've seen that on some people's Instagrams, but I haven't tried it myself. It's all the rage right now. I haven't tried it either, but I guess they have a cinnamon bun flavored seasoning or a cinnamon flavored seasoning. Yes. And so she's been using that on them and it's like and cinnamon. Yeah. Where do you buy these Flavor Gods? I think online Season. is only where you can get them right now. Oh, okay. 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 Yes. Also, that was so funny. Where do you get these flavor gods? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's been using that on them and originally no carbs for Sam could get 21 of them for one point on green, but she actually used real sugar. And then Danielle at losing the FUPA swapped out the sugar for just the flavor god seasoning and she could get four SP on blue for the whole plate. Whoa. Yes. So definitely go follow losing the FUPA to get her hack for that. I want to try it because Annie Ann's is just such a mall thing that I love to eat. <laughs> it is totally a mall thing. Like yes. you can walk in and smell it. Yes. And so I just think that's a great hack. Definitely like a nice summery sweet treat. And I'm just like, mm, I need some sweetness, you know? Yes, 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 yes. I love that. Um, okay. So something else that I've been really loving, especially during the summer when it's so stinking hot mm -hmm. is I love a good tuna salad. Mm -hmm. I literally could eat tuna salad every day of the week and never get tired of it. I don't because Marcus 
likes tuna, but he doesn't love it like I love it. So um, actually the tuna salad recipe that I always make is my own. I, it's a very simple, a very basic. You can find it in my highlights. It's basically a can of tuna. My favorite tuna is wild planet tuna. You can buy it at, well, the, Walmart recently started carrying it. And also you can find it at Costco. It comes in a big sleeve of six cans of tuna, but it is more expensive but it does not have a lot of the other added stuff that um, other canned tunas have. If you've ever read the ingredients of a can of tuna in your pantry, you're likely to find that it has some sort of vegetable broth, mm -hmm. which means it that. has, yes, which means it has some sort of soy. And sometimes that is not, that's not great for some people. I didn't connect so, the dots on that. Yeah, I didn't either until, you know, you, you learn along the way these things, especially when you're doing um, Whole30 kind of um, eating programs. Um, you learn all these little things because I didn't know. I just thought canned tuna and water, sign me up. That's yeah. good. Just don't give me the vegetable oil kind, you know. Um, but a lot of tuna has, a lot of canned tuna has vegetable broth. And if that's fine with you, great. But if you're looking to kind of clean up your eating a little bit, um, it's crazy how foods have all these hidden ingredients. Tuna is one of them. Who would know? Who would have thought? So I really like Wild Planet tuna. There is absolutely nothing else in that tuna except tuna. And it's delicious. And even people who don't like tuna have tried Wild Planet and love it. So I just encourage everybody to try it. It is more expensive. That is a disclaimer. I mean, you can probably find a regular can of tuna in water for like $1.29 or something like that. This tuna is going to run you like $3.89 a can. Mm -hmm. So it's more expensive, but it's also a much better product. So anyway, my tuna salad is simple. It's a can of tuna, two boiled eggs, diced pickles, and light Miracle Whip. Or you could use like an avocado oil uh, mayo or something like that. Um, it's absolutely delicious. It's so easy. It's fresh. It's nothing fancy about my tuna, but I do love it. And I usually serve it like just on a plate with some crackers, or you can put it on top of a bed of greens, or you can make like a tuna melt. Um, there's just di different ways. So I love things like that. And it's also really fast. You know, we don't, we don't spend, you know, hours in the kitchen slaving around for lunch. Yeah. No, I also use my veggie chopper. I am obsessed with my Ooh. veggie chopper um, to make tuna. So I dice up the eggs and the pickles super quick using my veggie chopper. I want one of those so bad, but I agree with what you said. Like tuna salad, especially one that's easy like that is another great summer cold yes. thing to eat. And even just putting it between two slices of bread, like soft, fresh bread is so, so good. Yeah. And it's loaded with protein too. And it's a low point. I mean, on purple, you just really have to count for any sort of mayo because tuna, eggs, and pickles are all zero smart points. You could also add celery. You could also add a squeeze of mustard for a little tang. There's a lot of different things you could do with tuna, but I love tuna salad. After talking about this, I kind of think I want to make that for lunch. I had it yesterday for lunch. <laughs> I don't know if I have pickles. I have everything else, but Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. And the reason I, I, and yes, and the reason I don't use relish because, you know, you can use like a regular dill relish is that I find that relishes also have added sugar. Yeah. They um, do. Yeah. You know, that pesky little added sugar. <laughs> so anyway, just, you know, that's my two cents on tuna salad. I absolutely have been loving that right now. Yes. Awesome. Um, okay. I 
want to talk about this. What do you know? Another pasta recipe. Don't hate me. So I have talked about that millennial group that I'm in and there's a girl I met through there named Amanda Faye and her name is Famously Fit on Instagram. So like F-A-Y. And we tasked her a couple weeks ago. We were like, hey, could you make a lightened up version of mac and cheese? And there are a lot of recipes out there, but they're kind of, in my opinion, a lot of points. So usually, not a lot, but usually seven points for like a two-third cup or something. Well, Amanda- a lot. Yeah, and a lot for something, if, especially if it's just a side. True, true. Well, Amanda made a triple cheesy mac and cheese that is baked. And on all plans, you can get two thirds of a cup for four points, or you can go up to one and one third cups for seven points. Yes. Okay. I'm, what was it? What was it again? Do you just say the points again? It was four points for two third of a cup or oh, seven points for one and a third cup. That's really good for, for mac and cheese. Yes, it is baked. The disclaimer on this is she does call for fat-free mozzarella shredded cheese and fat-free shredded cheddar cheese. And I know those are hard for some people to find. So that is the disclaimer that I wanted to put out there, but I haven't tried it yet. It's on my list of things to try, but everyone has been ranting and raving about it. She said her brother even said it was like the best mac and cheese he's ever had. And I love a good mac and cheese, but to your point, I, I ha- don't eat it very often because I can't find one that makes sense as far as like how many points I want to spend for a side item. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the last thing I want to share, I guess it depends on how much time we have, but um, another thing I want to share that I think is great. It's great. It's great for meal prep. It's great for dinner. It reheats well, like all the things. And this is the Skinnyish Dishes Chipotle Chicken Burrito Bowls. Mm, so good. Game changer, you guys. So delicious. It's so delicious that Marcus will be like, remember that one time we made those things and it was like the bowl and it had all the things. And I know exactly what he's talking about. He's talking <laughs> about Star's Chicken Chipotle Burrito Bowls. Um, they are so good. So basically what it is, it's, they're all like individual recipes. So I will say this sometimes when I, the first time I made this dish, I felt really overwhelmed because it was a lot of recipes. Like I had to make the chicken and that's one recipe. And then you have to make the marinade for the chicken, you know? So it's a lot of different things and then the beans and then the rice. And so it just felt a little overwhelming the first time (laughs) that Y'all, it's really simple when you break it down. I was just in my own head thinking that, oh my God, this is three different recipes. How am I going to do it? It's really simple. What you do is you prep the chipotle chicken the evening before. You make the marinade. You know, it's super easy. It blends all together. Throw it in the fridge overnight, and then your chicken is ready to be cooked the next day. And then the beans, it's like canned beans with some, all the goodies added in based on her recipe. And then rice, the rice is the one I am not very good at because I always screw up rice. I just need to invest in a rice maker. Oh, I because have one. I'm tired. Do, you, do you use it? No, but <laughs> I just need to invest in one because I can never make rice good consistently. You know what I mean? Like it's always all over the place. But anyway. It is super flavorful. It's amazing. It reheats well. It's a great um, meal to meal prep. 
And, you know, you can use your meal prep containers and have meals for like the next, you know, three, four days or whatever out of that. But it is seriously delicious. And then you can serve it like on a bed of greens with some avocado, add some cheese. She even has a recipe for um, a chipotle ranch that she uses to top her bowls so good if I don't make the the chipotle ranch Marcus is like where's that stuff that goes on top like that you always make with it you know because sometimes I just don't have time or I don't have all the ingredients for it but it is good y'all it is so good so do not be intimidated when you see that recipe and you're like oh gosh there's like three this this recipe means three different recipes in one it's it's worth it it's delicious you won't ever go back to Chipotle because you're like, why I have this here and you can make it yourself and it's delicious and it's just really great. I mean, it's a great, and it's low point too, if you think about it, especially if you're on, on purple or blue, yeah, a lot yeah. of those things are zero smart points. Yeah. And if it's, I mean, comparable to Chipotle, I mean, just think about it. You're probably saving so much money because a good Chipotle bowl is like 10 bucks. Oh yeah. 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 And uh, another side note, speaking of these bowls. So, you know, you have to make the beans with it. Um, what I do with my leftover beans is the next day I take them and I just mash them with my fork and make my own like refried beans. But, and then I use them for like quesadillas or burritos or tacos or something like that. So that's another hack. Oh my gosh. We have to do a hack episode. Oh, that is a hack. I never, I don't even consider that a hack, but that is a hack. I know. I don't think of them. Like if we were like, Hey, let's do a hack episode. I'd be like, I don't have any. And then we're like thinking of many right now. <laughs> well, and that's a good Testament, right? We have found so many ways over the course of living our dub dub life to, to use little hacks here and there that we use so many, we don't even know that we're using them. Yes, exactly. We only have a couple more minutes. We're a little over the 30 minute mark. So I'll just quickly go over my last recipe because it's also a skinniest dish, dish recipe. And I started making this, I think last year was actually when she released it, but it's Star's Sweet Corn Pasta Salad. You guys, this pasta salad is so good. I take it to whenever we could have <laughs> barbecues, family gatherings, things like that. And nobody knows that it's WW or quote unquote healthy. So good. It is one of those, um, it's pasta salad, so it has to be cold. So make sure you make it plenty of time, like hours beforehand or the night before, but it is so good. Even though it's a side dish, I could definitely just eat it for a meal. For the points on that, she writes heaping half cup. So when I read heaping half cup, to me, it means a little over half of cup. And on green, it's four points. And on blue and purple, it's three points. So that is great for like a side pasta salad. And I've had that pasta salad. I made it too. It's probably been about a year since I made it. I made it for um, a brunch that I was hosting here at the house, like a, like a Tex-Mex themed brunch. I made it and it was a hit. Like it is so dang good, y'all. Like go make that pasta salad. Yes. And like I said, it's a cold thing. So, oh, it's not a pasta salad. I'm sorry. It's no, corn. It is. Is no, it? It's, it's, it has pasta in it too. Sweet corn pasta salad. Oh, okay. 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 Sorry. Yes. So good, but it's cold. Like I said, so you could eat it just, I'm so hungry. Why do we always do this to ourselves? <laughs> but that is all I have on the recipe front. Any final thoughts? You know, for me, I love doing recipes because anytime you're trying to lose weight or maybe just clean up your eating or whatever, you know, it's all about the food you're eating. 
you know? So it's important that we keep our food fresh, that we keep it flavorful, that we keep it fast, that we keep it simple. At least that's how I approach food. And your food doesn't have to be boring. You know, if you're, if you're eating just plain boring food, the likelihood of you being able to continue on this journey in the long run is going to be really almost slim to none in my opinion, because your food has to be something that you look forward to. It has to be exciting. You don't want to feel deprived. You don't want to feel like you're missing out on fun times with your friends and families because you can't eat what they're eating. That is simply not true. And there are so many ways we've just shared all these bloggers and all these folks on Instagram who have amazing food ideas for us to use and that help us on our journey. So my final takeaway is if your, if your food is boring, it shouldn't be you guys, it shouldn't be. You're literally a few taps or clicks away from exploring so many yummy, healthy, lightened up food options. Yes, I agree. That was my takeaway or my what's the point as well. And just if I'm going to reference something I said in the first recipes episode, if you're just eating chicken and rice every day, like if you want to do that, that's great, but it's not sustainable. You're going to get bored. You want to eat the things that you're used to eating pasta like me. That's why I said three pasta recipes and things like that. So definitely so many free resources out there and you can do anything you set your mind to. Yes, you can. Perfect. Well, um, all the recipes are going to be in the show notes for this or the links to them, their Instagram. So definitely make sure if you're listening to this podcast to scroll down in the episode notes to get those. As always, follow us on Instagram. I'm at Biggie Tafiti, B-I-G-G-Y, the number two, F-I-T-T-Y. And Yvonne is TexyMexy underscore living, T-E-X-Y-M-E-X-Y underscore living. Yes. And thank you all so much for listening. If you like um, what you're hearing and you want us to continue to do these kinds of episodes and come to you every other week, please um, rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We really, really greatly appreciate it. And it's super important that we get your feedback. So take a screenshot if you're listening and share it on your social media and tag Darian and I. Yes. Perfect. And we will talk to you guys in two weeks. Adios, friends.